Right. I think failure is one of my fears in climbing. So I've been climbing for quite some time and the expectation of sending something harder than most is quite daunting sometimes. But it challenges me as well. So failure makes me a better person. And that's what I love it the most about just not only climbing, but in life in general. It's rad. My name is Kathy, and you're listening to For the Love of Climbing podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Dirtbag Climbers, based out of Atlanta, Georgia. A few years ago, I started a blog to let my mom know that I was still alive. I hit the road for 12 months, and I shared a few stories, some of them happy and some of them not so happy. This podcast is kind of like that, except these are your stories. The difficult things can be hard to talk about because, well, they're hard but I think that they're also worth sharing. It can be scary to admit that you don't have it all figured out, but sharing the complicated and imperfect parts of our lives sends this message to everyone around us that life is made up of highs and lows rather than just a highlight reel of best moments. One aspect of climbing is letting go and putting it all out there in order to reach the top. Much like in life, we wind up advertising to the world, here I am, this is me, Here is a shortcoming, a failure, a weakness. And then we pray that we aren't judged and ask to be accepted. We all have these stories that go untold, but to use them to make a difference in the world, to transform ourselves, to broaden our perspective, it's brave, like attempting a bold climb. And maybe it will change somebody else's perspective too. When we show up as we really are, whether intentional or not, we create a community built on trust and empathy. There's value in struggle, in choosing vulnerability, and sometimes we don't always see it right away. But my hope is that sharing these stories will create some new connections. And if even one person listening to this podcast relates, then I won't feel so bad for buying all of this equipment that I really don't know how to use. Seriously, can anybody help? I've shared some of my stories and what have I gained? A whole buttload. The ability to see and grow beyond them, to realize that I'm not defined by single success or otherwise, that I bungle it up the same way that everyone else bungles it up, that I'm not the only one who experiences disappointment and loss and failure. I would say for me, one of the hardest things I've had to deal with in climbing is my depression and the irrational fears that it causes the fears of falling and dying on a constant basis. It's pushed me to find help and it's pushed me to new boundaries that I've never thought I'd ever be in. As we were talking about hardship related to climbing, I was starting to feel kind of frustrated and I was kind of like, you know, why are we scared? And one of the things that I've had difficulty overcoming is how matter of fact things are. And it's difficult to accept that we'll continue to make mistakes and that gravity will do what it does so well. And you can, you know, have backups to the backups and train super duper hard and just not fall or something. But it's just that challenges come unexpected and there's only so much precaution you can take before human error gets the best of us. It's just been hard for me to accept that these accidents and mistakes you know, leave us broken and without the people that we love. So the most difficult thing I've found about climbing is uh, the injuries because you never really want to take the time to fully recover. But I've learned that you could fix that with uh, painkillers and whiskey. So 
I think that it was actually pain that got me climbing as well after a really horrible breakup. And I don't know, I think that that sort of heartache was the only thing that was strong enough to make me not worry about my fear of heights. I said, I think that was kind of the catalyst in my life that got me actually climbing. Two weeks before leaving for Patagonia, I was diagnosed with a stage three cancer. I spent the next six months getting chemo infusions and having my life flipped upside down. I learned that the support of friends, family, and the climbing community can help someone overcome great odds. And while you can't always choose the things that happen to you, you can choose how you deal with it. Hold fast, all storms pass. Climbing has brought me or strengthened some of the most beautiful relationships that I have. But with the joy and the beauty, there's also been a lot of pain. Fuck death. If you stay in the game long enough, you will experience death in this community. Fuck death. I like my friends way better when they're alive. So yeah, I don't know. Climbing, climbing is a hard mix between joy, some of the most like incredible joy and relationships I've ever experienced, but also, also pain. That's kind of like life, eh? Then, far down on the descent, unroped, I saw him slip and watched him fall into oblivion. In that moment, I was so alone, so filled with pain, grief, crying and vomiting all at the same time. Staggering towards the near village in complete shock, the worst was yet to come, calling his wife and parents. And without really considering the fact that in 30-some feet I had only placed two cams, I didn't know how either of them were. I didn't know what a good cam looked like. Honestly, none of my partners that I climbed with before that point told me that I placed shitty cams. Just when you say grieving, you kinda gotta accept the fact even when you're 80, you're still gonna be in this process. And it really doesn't matter why trauma hits you. We live in a universe built off chaos. I guess my biggest fear with climbing is that it's not worth all of the attention that I pay to it, especially if it ends up killing me, which it might do. My ex-boyfriend always wanted me to perform at a much higher climbing level than I think I have it in me too. Climbing with him was a constant lesson in not being good enough. He'd put up warm-ups that were out of my projecting grade and then yell at me when it took me a long time to go from draw to draw to the anchors. To be honest, I have trouble believing people when they tell me that it's okay if I take a long time and it's okay if I don't want to finish a route. My entire life changed in an instant. I could see when he came in that there was something different in the way that he looked at me. It shifted from seeing me as a human to seeing me as an object. A moment within my climbing career that sticks out to me was my first time going outdoor bouldering in a small town called Lafayette, Georgia. Historically speaking, uh, a lot of rural areas in the South have been dangerous places for a lot of black people, particularly black men. A lot of those areas were life-threatening for a lot of people who looked like me. So to be up there amongst all that symbolism was a bit surreal to me. I just thought, what the hell am I doing up here? The hardest thing I've ever had to overcome in the outdoors is not um, my mother's death. <laughs> but it's what my mother's death left me with. Just to be clear, this is not a climbing podcast. This podcast is not about me, and maybe it isn't necessarily about you. 
Lots of things can happen in a lifetime, and this podcast is about all of those ugly, awful things that we all have to go through in life. And climbing is just sort of the catalyst here. We are going to hear about some pretty tough things, but sprinkled in between will be some stories that will lift you up and might even make you smile. And that's kind of like life, right? We need the dark and the light, the sweet and the bitter. And may our lives be all the richer for it. The first time I tried rock climbing, I came to it for all the wrong reasons. I was pretending to be brave, pretending to be strong, and when I fell, it scared me. I didn't try again for years. But now I know I am brave, and I'll get strong. And this time I'm not afraid of the fall, because when I do, I know I'll just get back on the wall, and I'll climb again. So here I am sitting on this hospital bed thinking about all of my favorite memories. I'm thinking about climbing and hiking and swimming. And I start to realize that every single one of these memories, you know, my leg is right there with me. And I'm kind of trying to find a moment when I've been separated with my leg, but I guess we've always been so close. It's just never happened, you know? We've never had any issues. So the fact that now I might be separated from this leg, it's really starting to worry. The hardest thing about being in love with mountains is you often have the best dates with people who are just about to leave for Alaska. I used to struggle with bulimia. It was hard because, I mean, have you ever taken laxatives in the woods? You literally can't predict that shit. But in the end, I learned that people care in all the right ways, and that wiping your butt with leaves is never the right answer. We either like to talk about the struggle too much or we don't talk about it at all. And I mean, I think that some of what we should be celebrating is what people went through to get to a certain place. My story of climbing is way bigger than any of the climbs I did. The most difficult thing that I've ever had to grapple with in climbing is actually whether I should climb at all. Uh, I've had so many close calls from falling rock on alpine roots to massive runouts on micronuts, you know, taking factor two falls on C3A climbs. Those actually were in some ways more okay because I was the one taking the risk. But even worse, I've had friends get hurt and so many of our heroes have died. And in spite of all that, climbing has delivered some of the most meaningful experiences of my life. I don't think there are simple answers. The question of risk versus reward it's constantly changing you know, how I feel about it. It's so intensely personal. It's so fluid. It's dynamic. But for now, I continue to climb and I continue to assess the risks. And I think that process is all you can do. But I think it's an important one. So I'm really excited about this and I hope that you'll stick around for the first episode. You can subscribe in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and you should subscribe in iTunes so that when we come out with the first episode, it will be ready and waiting for you. It can be your, I liked it before it was cool thing, like a cronut. Yeah, I just compared this podcast to a cronut. Stay tuned for the first episode coming this summer. This podcast is sponsored by Dirtbag Climbers. Again, I'm Kathy, you're awesome, and this is For the Love of Climbing. Hello, this is Tom Randall from the UK, speaking direct out of London town.